Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, another WWE wrestler has requested their release. A spoiler on a potential Royal Rumble surprise entrance. We have some backstage notes on last-minute changes to this week's WWE Raw. And Nick Khan comments on whether or not WWE is for sale. I'm Adam Wilborn. And I'm Andy Murray. And this is the news. All right, we're going to kick things off with news that another WWE wrestler on top of Mustafa Ali is currently waiting for the release from the company, having requested it. That person is Brian Kendrick. Uh, PW Insider's Mike Johnson coming through with the story, stating that Kendrick actually asked for his release at least six weeks ago. Wow. uh, And he's still waiting for it. So this comes on the back, obviously, of the Mustafa Ali situation. He requested his release. WWE have turned it down. He hasn't been around for a while. Kendrick, who has recently been working as a producer on NXT 2.0 and 205 Live. I think I saw him a while back. Yeah, got thrown down some stairs by Harland, didn't he? (laughs) That was was nasty. Why did you do that Harland um, but yeah he's been working as a producer but he hasn't been at a recent set of tapings in Orlando which is of course where they do uh, mm-hmm. 205 Live and uh, NXT 2.0 so yeah his last televised appearance would have been setting up what looked like a match with Joe Gacy or Harland mm-hmm. whatever that was going nothing on that since then nope. really has there um, this is Kendrick's third run with WWE he came back in initially as a coach in 2015 but then he became like a full time in ring guy once again uh, Cruiserweight Division Cruiserweight Classic had that really great match with Kota Ibushi yeah. of course in the Cruiserweight Classic he was on 205 Live in the division he stepped away from the ring in what was billed as a semi-retirement match in October 2020 to focus more on behind the scenes stuff but now he wants out of the company uh, whether or not WWE will grant him his release remains to be seen he's obviously not someone that's been pushed uh, to any level of prominence really since the Cruiserweight Classic no. Um, so yeah, there we go. That's the situation. Yeah, intriguing this one as well because, like you say, the Mustafa Ali story is one thing. He's a prominent yeah. figure within WWE, even if they book him horribly. But you feel like Kendrick, especially with the releases that they've done of like coaches and what have you, like Scotty Too Hot, for example, leaving would be less of an issue and yet they're just sort of having fired, released, budget cut, whatever you want to say. All those people, they're now like. Well, hold your horses there. Yeah, not you, Brian. I love Brian Kendrick. Brian Kendrick. I, I honestly adored 
him and Paul London as a tag team back in the day were just my favourites. They were fun, weren't they? I just, they were yeah, I thought they were great. Spanky, I, you were spanky. Yes, guy. he was they the are. Brian Kendrick. He was, wasn't he WWE champion for a while? Briefly, yeah, when he had the cool jacket. Like in interim, like, oh, he yeah. got the title, but is everyone going to be champion until the bell rings at the end? No one's actually champion, but everyone could be champion. You know what? I reckon you do a really good impression of I'm the man with the plan at the start of this. Some music. Go and do that. Go on. Come on, boy! <laughs> oh, sorry. That's another bit of Brian Kendrick that we like. I'm the man with a player! <laughs> Awful. Do you in the microphone? Come on. Oh, hang on. Come on, gimmicks, gimmicks. Boom, 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 No. Boom, 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 I warned Phil about that. So we've been doing it the last couple of days. I don't know if people like it, but I enjoy doing it. Of course, Brian Kendrick's greatest contribution to the wrestling business is bringing in uh, Ben Roy Turner's favourite wrestler, Ezekiel Jackson. Really thought you were going down the Ronda Rousey route there. Uh, <laughs> no. I liked that double ad back in the day when Kendrick had the... He was the... Yes. Right, yeah, it was fun, man. It was fun. And obviously, like, you know... You, you let Brian Kendrick go from your company. You're not losing someone who's been contributing on air because no. he hasn't wrestled since October. Um... But yeah, I'm sure he's experienced guy. I'm sure he has plenty to offer elsewhere. Yeah, and, uh, he's got a lot a of green guys down in NXT yeah. 2.0 right now. They could probably do with his help. We just mentioned there. He, you were talking about in the office before. He literally was the one training Ronda Rousey, and look where she is now, and yeah. where she might be returning back to. Very highly thought of as a coach. So, so but yeah, I, I, let I, him go. Let him go. Yeah, that, that actually, have I, has having said that, I understand why WWE maybe don't want to let him go for that reason. But if he doesn't want to be there, same with Mustafa yeah. Ali. Yeah, all right, legally you can keep him there for now, but come on, Vince. Come on, boy. The World Wide Web. Yeah. Classic segment. Yeah, really, <laughs> really hope that he gets what he wants, as with Mustafa Ali, and, and maybe we get to see him somewhere else. Or he can just go and, like you say, if he wants to just stay out of the ring, go and coach elsewhere because, God, the amount of phenomenal coaches WWE could potentially be letting go. My word. Anyway, let's uh, move on and talk about the Royal Rumble. It goes down Saturday night. Of course, we will be doing a live stream. Not talking to you. Not talking to you. <laughs> we will be doing a live stream for it on a Saturday night. Myself and Phil Chambers. And a potential spoiler on a surprise entrant has been revealed by Fightful Select. No crap. Just sap. Sean Ross sap of Fightful Select. Asuka could be returning at the premium live event on Saturday. Um, no official word on this. Obviously, they often like to keep this sort of under wraps. Um, but the idea of her returning has definitely been discussed behind the scenes, according to Fightful Select. Missing uh, Asuka since Money in the Bank 2021. I believe she had some dental surgery and then we saw her arm in a sling. And yeah, to be honest, it's the age old thing. I always say when she went away, I was like, yeah, maybe this is for the best. You know, go away, make me miss you. I miss her. I'd love to see her back on Saturday. It's a no-brainer, isn't it? It really is. If she's healthy and she's been cleared to return to the ring, it's a total no-brainer. Uh, Rumble is the perfect spot to bring people back. We miss Asuka. She's great. Uh, Raw and SmackDown, but especially SmackDown could really use another yep. world-class wrestler in there, and she's certainly that. Total no-brainer. Uh, if she's ready to go, you just you don't think too much about it. You just do it. Imagine if literally three years late, they decide... Let's do Charlotte versus Asuka and Becky versus Ronda for the yeah. titles. And Asuka's going to go over, and yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. They got there eventually, I suppose. I know we've already yeah. had Charlotte and Asuka at WrestleMania, really but the wrong good. person won that match. So. Yeah, yeah. what a shame. Dumb, that. So, Silly yeah. sausages. Like to see her back. Like to see her potentially be the one to eliminate Charlotte. I don't think she's going to win it. Like we said yesterday, we're talking a lot about Ronda potentially winning it. But, uh, 
Yeah, and that could be a fun interaction as well. Have we had much interaction between Asuka and Ronda? Off the top of my head. That would be a banger of a match. Maybe when she interfered in that triple threat TLC. Maybe. That was a thing, wasn't it? But I don't think there was much. They would beat this snot out of each other. Oh! I really want to see that. They could be a great final too. Let's do it. Let's Let us know your thoughts on that in the comments and whether or not you'd like to see Asuka back. Uh, If not, you're wrong. Yeah. Uh, There you go. You're very silly. (laughs) Right? Uh, You're not going to believe this, right? But this week's episode of Raw was subject to last-minute changes. Oh, of course. What a shocker. Uh, five false lights coming through with the report. There was at least one last-minute change to this week's Raw lineup. Uh, right, so originally, Bianca Belair, you know she wrestled Queen Zelina on the yeah. show, beat her in about four minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carmella was originally going to take that spot. She was going to face Bianca Belair, not Zelina, because they're tight team, but that'd be weird. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was originally on deck. They ended up changing it to Zelina, and instead, uh, we got Carmella in that trios match. Uh, it was her, Nikki Ash, and uh, Tamina versus... Oh, versus, yeah, versus that was... That was uh, I'm sorry, I just had a flashback to Tamina's bump from Rhea Ripley standing her up. Yeah. It yeah, was, uh, something else. Uh, Rhea Ripley, uh, Liv Morgan, and Dana Brooke. That was, of course, some kind of like Royal Rumble preview. Yeah, match. It's bloody pointless. It was like that tag match between the Mysterious and the Street Promise. Completely pointless. But hey, the Rumble's on Saturday, so I don't really mind. And we got three hours of TV to fill out. Hey. Uh, there was a couple of other changes to the card as well. Uh, Seth the Chef. He was supposed to be in the commentary booth at one stage in the show, but they they didn't go ahead with that. Good. That would have uh, been unbearable. Yep. And, <laughs> and they were going to do a Rumble by the Number segment as well, but that ended up on social media. Good. Now, okay, with- keep that on social media. Never need to see it again. There you go. With the Carmella changes, uh, this happened on such short notice uh, that it did not appear internally uh, just before Raw hit the airwaves. So it was clearly uh, like a last minute thing. It was Carmella's first match since the 3rd of January. She tested positive for the Rona. Ah. Uh, she had revealed on, on her podcast with Corey Graves. Uh, so yeah, Raw changes. It's probably the same every single week, isn't it? We just don't get reports on it every yeah, week. Yeah, to be honest, this is not exactly that uh, surprising. No. Like this in grand scheme of last minute rule changes is like, oh, so they so they pretty much kept to what they were gonna do. It's just what they do, isn't it? They just yeah. went, um, Zelina Carmel will switch you over effectively. Probably the right idea as well, because I did like you know, brief as it was, uh, Zelina, well, Queen Zelina, my apologies, uh, versus Bianca Belair, and Bianca Belair just powering out of the code red looked great. Yeah. And yeah, Carmella, if she is re- recovering from the Rona, this is pure speculation on my behalf, if she is recovering, um, maybe it's best to put her in a big trios match so she can just slowly ease her way back Pretty into easy. the ring. Um, yeah, and uh, Seth Rollins not being on commentary, no great loss like that. They, they're going to do something on, with him on SmackDown on Friday to promote the, t- the, the title match, of course. So, yeah. Yeah. Hey, if this is the grand changes that they make on a Monday, I'm kind of all right with just yeah, that. that was fine, wasn't it? Uh, right, should we conclude about talking about WWE for sale or not, as the hey. case may be? Because uh, WWE President and Chief Revenue Officer Nick Khan has been chatting with the Sports Business Journal. I never miss an edition of that. Yeah. Uh, all about uh, whether or not WWE is for sale. And he seems to imply that it isn't. You know, there are conversations always going on with WWE and especially in recent uh, months and years with, with all the change we've seen there's been a lot of speculation um, although they are not actively trying to sell says Nick Khan um, he's obviously you know entered into a lofty position in WWE since joining in August of 2020 uh, he's effectively seen now as Vince's right hand man uh, he's been a lot involved in a lot of the let's just say changes and big deals for WWE. Um, Here's a really nice quote that surmises 
what he's done. If it once was a mom and pop shop, Vince certainly didn't believe it was anymore. Part of what I believe he was looking for in bringing in someone from the outside, Nick Khan, uh, was to make sure the community at large didn't treat it that way. We believe we are a global content company. That phrase makes me a little bit sick in my mouth, but it is very accurate in terms of what Nick Khan has done. And yeah, no real surprise that they aren't putting a big for sale sign on the lawn, but acknowledging the fact that, hey, look, if you're WWE, there is always going to be people yeah. sniffing around. And Nick Khan, in his role, is always going to attract attention as a potential caveat for the sale of yeah. WWE. Yeah, yeah. I think like if Nick Khan had his way three, three or four years from now, WWE would be a TikTok channel that just happens to do wrestling and somehow earns $200 billion <laughs> yes. a month. Uh, and it would do that because he's been very effective uh, in his role so far. Yeah, I mean, try. I never try to invest too much in the WWE for sale stuff. We've covered it on the channel yeah. before. It always seems very fanciful, particularly considering how successful business-wise the company is yes. these days. So, yeah, there you go. That's that's all I think about this. I do, all, all this business talk just confuses me. And I just, you know, think, please don't sell WWE because, you know, as much as we moan about how iffy it can be at times, it still occasionally looks like the WWE I fell in love with all those years ago. And I get the feeling that if Disney took it over... Yeah, that might be it for me. Yeah. I mean, you know, Mickey Mouse versus Brock Lesnar might be quite good. Right, let's move on to your Twitter questions rapidly. <laughs> At what culture WWE, of course, you want to get in touch with us. Uh, Craig Day starts us up. A um, lot of people, he says, saying Lashley beats Lesnar to set up Lesnar versus Reigns for Mania. But how about <laughs> Rollins beats Reigns with Lesnar interference? And Reigns challenges for Lesnar's title in an attempt to boost Raw ratings with Heyman on a forklift, of course. I totally missed that because I was doing a spin and then I had a sneeze. Um, I'm terribly sorry. What if Rollins beats Reigns for the title and you effectively do Brock versus Roman for the WWE Championship and get Raw yeah. those Raw ratings? Yeah, I think that's just as likely as the other scenario for sure. I think that... Um, I don't know if they'll... I don't know if they'd put that over to Raw... Uh, Smackdown's the more valuable property like in, well, insane no, viewing I'm, I'm, speaking, I'm speaking nonsense Raw earns more in TV licensing fees but Smackdown is kind of the A show yeah. now so I don't think they'd flip shows I do think they might flip the belts if they do that but yeah I think that's just as likely I think that the men's Royal Rumble is going to be whoever gets screwed out of their belt between Brock and Roman yeah I'm getting more and more to that way of thinking as much as I really hope Big E wins the Rumble instead because yeah, Reigns Lesnar doesn't need a Royal Rumble win to make it any more exciting. You can just have Brock murder everyone in the Elimination Chamber. So that's what I think. I think it's more likely we get, and I hope it is the case, that Lashley beats uh, Lesnar rather than Rollins beating Reigns. But entirely plausible. And yeah, Paul Heyman on a forklift. Yes, please. Yeah, why not? Uh, Jake Messinetti gives us our second question of the day. Jake writes, Morning, Legends. I've got an all-expenses-paid game of once weekly never so you do one thing once one thing weekly and one thing you All never right, let's do let's talk expenses okay a fine dining experience <laughs> with Minoru Suzuki yeah a night at the opera with Taz oh or a golf outing with Brody King oh my wow that is a once combination weekly, never okay so oh wow right I, I want to do all of these things yes um, what was the first one again? A fine, a fancy fine dining experience with Minoru Suzuki. Right, okay, I like Minoru Suzuki and I like food. Yeah. <laughs> Evidently, I like food. <laughs> uh, but I'm never doing that because I would be terrified and I wouldn't enjoy the meal. 
Minora, can you pass the? Okay, never mind. <laughs> I will play golf with Brody King once, okay. um, because I think Brody King's a really fascinating guy with his hardcore band and his wrestling and yeah. everything and golf. golf. I, I used to play golf when I was a kid. Of course I did. I'm Scottish, <laughs> uh, and I will go to Taz. I go to the opera with Taz every single week because can you imagine that man commentating opera? Oh. Oh my goodness. Uh, I am going to, this is just purely because based on my personal preferences and not really the people associated with it. So I'm going to never play golf with Brody King because I hate golf and I'm crap oh, at it. Montgomery no offence to Brody. Once, once, one trip to the opera with Taz. I'd love to hang out with Taz all the time, but opera, it, it does nothing for me. And I love food and I feel like Minoru Suzuki can become my best friend. I think he would break a new limb every week brother you'd be in a wheelchair by by the end of the month <laughs> just imagine that all right all right well one that's my weekly uh yeah uh, dining experience at least at least, see, at least jake's my paying for it i suppose yeah that man would hurt you it, the steak would go down well yeah. <laughs> through a straw generous guy this this jig yeah i should make make friends with this guy. indeed buy me stuff uh I'm final joking. question today comes from jonathan <laughs> rivera he says so we all know the royal rumble card is stacked this weekend pretty hard to screw up all right, right? My, well, <laughs> my question is: How badly would they have to bungle things to bring back broken Adam Wilborn? What would it take? And the same for broken oh. Andy Murray, I would assume. I don't really break these days, man. You know, you know, I'm like, uh, I, I don't get that worked out. Like, there's, I don't, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. It, I would more likely to laugh at something really terrible mm. happening. Like if Santina Morella <laughs> wins the women's Royal Rumble understandable a lot of people would be upset but yeah. I'd, I'd probably just laugh because it's so stupid yeah, like so I don't know I don't think they could break me man honestly uh, they can easily break me I'm already time. broken yeah I think I think it would have to be a, a, several things because it's one of those where with the rumble you've got title matches that you can have a bit of fun with like no offence but Dudap should not be the one to beat Becky Lynch no. here so that would factor towards it uh, but it'd have to be like all of these happening at once so maybe like Dudap winning the titles um, Miz and Marie's getting beaten in like 10 seconds because I hate how they often screw yeah. them over. I realise that they're probably not going to beat the great couple. Uh, there's another word that rhymes with it. Mm. But, like, give the them summer. They should have beaten Cena and Bloody Bella at WrestleMania yeah. all those years back. About marriage proposals. <laughs> yeah, that went well. Um, <laughs> Didn't last. And, uh, yeah, I, it, I, do you know what it'd be? one of the things would be? Charlotte Flair winning the Rumble. No, no. Like, there's a lot of people I'd accept yeah. winning that Rumble, but not Charlotte. Yeah. And in terms of the winner of the men's Rumble, uh, Vince. Vince? That'd break me, but it'd probably break him as well, so yeah. swings and roundabouts. <laughs> but join us on join us on Saturday night. Myself and Bill James will be doing a live stream for it, and hey, anything could happen. Uh, right, let's move on to today's and finally. And I just thought, what a lovely message this is from one of my best friends, Matt from 2.0, oh. of course. Uh, lovely bunch of guys, Matt and Jeff, uh, doing brilliantly well in AEW. Uh, and Matt last night tweeted a very, very important point. Hats off to the women that hold it down at home with the kids while the boys leave for the pirate ship every week. No idea how you do it. Unsung heroes of the business. First of all, love it being called the pirate ship. The pirate ship. Second of all, absolutely. Um, whether it's, whether it's uh, women or men, the, the partners of wrestlers who take care of business whilst they're off getting naked and chucking their bodies around basically <laughs> uh, incredible job that they do I have nothing but respect for the wives of pirates around the world <laughs> shout out to Mrs. Bluebeard a true saint 
Do you know why um, 2.0 are now called 2.0? Because obviously they were different names when they were in NXT. Because they are! Anyway, thanks for joining us on the news today. Uh, you can follow us at What Culture. You, you have to do this. I'm no good at it. Okay, at What Culture WWE <laughs> on Twitter. Watch they can follow both of us. You can follow Andy Murray at. You can follow me, at Andy H Murray. The H stands for Harry Kuehl, I guess. Ooh, <laughs> sure. deep pull. Leeds and yeah. Liverpool legend. Yeah. And bloody Australian, of course. Aust- Aust- oh, yep. Yep. <laughs> Follow me at Adam Wilborn. Let us know your thoughts on everything in the comment section below. Like, share, subscribe, all that usual stuff. And don't forget to subscribe to What Gold Dressing, wherever you get your podcasts from. For daily wrestling podcasts, myself and the Dudley Boys sitting down to review NXT 2.0 and uh, look ahead to AEW Dynamite Beach Break tonight. Yeah. It's in like Cleveland. Is there a beach in Cleveland? They're in Atlantic wow. City or somewhere in like a week. What's going on there, Tony? Come on. Uh, right, let us know your thoughts <laughs> on everything. Uh, for now, though, my thanks, Andy Murray. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.